Are you ready? Yeah. Stand by one. Rolling. The world is but the surface of the mind, and the mind is infinite. Just who do you think you are? Cashify. Um, you can call me Cash. I go by the name Cashify on YouTube, and I have a small channel I just started about a year ago, and it's got maybe just a little bit over a couple hundred subscribers. Um, and I talk about non-duality mostly in a language or vernacular that people who don't necessarily consider themselves spiritual might be able to relate to. presents clear speakers on the subject of non-duality. Speakers who do not ask you to believe anything new, but rather just take a look and see what's real for yourself. Most of you would respect the authority of this stranger who has a badge and a gun and a police car to command you to pull your car over, to get out of the car, but where does this policeman get his authority to order you about? Make you get out of your car, put your hands on the hood, make you do the hokey pokey, turn yourself around. Where does this man get his authority from his police captain, police lieutenant, whoever his boss is? That would be the next authority above him. The people who hired him, who gave him the badge and the gun, they have the authority, right? Well, not ultimately. Relatively, they have authority. They don't have absolute authority because there is someone above them. Policeman wants to pull you over and body cavity search you on the hood of your car, even with no probable cause. In that moment, how does the fact that none of this is really happening matter to your experience as a human being? Well, that's audio from a video clip by Cash called Can Who We Really Are Be Violated? But let me ask you some questions, Cash. We need to understand the mind and how the mind works. What can you say about this? This individual mind, the appearance of this individual mind. Its nature is cybernetic, so it needs a goal 
to discriminate, to categorize. For example, if you're sitting in a car and you ask the mind which is the right or wrong direction to go in, the mind's going to say, give me a direction, destination please. Because without knowing the end result, without knowing the goal or target that it's seeking, it can't grasp anything. It cannot tell you what's right, wrong, good, evil, better, worse. It, it's, it can't do its job. Right? It can't uh, eat the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil anymore without a goal. So you see this, um, we're talking about clarity. So the mind, the apparent mind, will have an idea of what clarity looks like, smells like, how it acts, walks, talks, what it would do, wouldn't do, should should do. Uh, it has this vision of clarity, what clarity looks like. And so then it seeks that. And then it measures everything uh, according to how pure or impure it is, how close to clarity it is, or how far away it is from its vision of clarity. And you see this guru emulation. Right? People try to look and act and speak exactly like their teachers did um, without really understanding <laughs> what it is that their teacher is indicating. So that's the uh, the appearance, right? What we often do, is, what the mind often does, is uh, get fixated with the appearance and trying to rearrange the furniture, trying to make the appearance into what it thinks has to happen before here and now can appear, before clarity can appear. that appears here is that the whole universe moves upon emptiness and everything that we perceive is an appearance. Those are good pointers. And I like to keep in mind that all pointers are descriptions. And all descriptions come from a particular point of view. They come from a viewpoint. And I've also noticed philosophically that every viewpoint, where our viewpoint determines everything we perceive, but every viewpoint is separated from any other viewpoint only by what is itself a viewpoint. So point of views separate point of views from each other. And that creates a very interesting reality. Um, but it's, it can equally be said from a different point of view that there is nothing but emptiness because form, the entire universe, is emptiness itself. So that there is nothing but that and there is no separation. Um, that would be my preferred way to describe uh, my point of view. It would be that every point of view is that. Every perception that arises from any point of view is emptiness. Um, that there is no division. That if, if we imagine that that can be visualized, that there's a form maybe in the middle of it, where there's something on the other side, 
we just surrender that to the concept of no separation. There is no dividing line. There are no edges. There are no boundaries. There's no shape, no size. Nothing that can be grasped or visualized by the mind. So even the concept of a thing in itself as an absolute idea, that's an arbitrary abstraction that's different from person to person depending on viewpoint. So there's no reality to that. That's just Maya. a concept which means that causation is a concept and time and causation being concepts uh, really does a number on a lot of uh, the conditioning that uh, plagues the human mind and and you can just hold, like let's just sit here for a second and hold this recognition that time and causation are illusory concepts thoughts in the mind right? we like how long does it take for a thought to be pass in consciousness and if time itself is a thought how long does it take then it's kind of like asking you know they believe that there are space-time fluctuations on the Planck scale, right? How long does a space-time fluctuation take? <laughs> or in the event horizon of a black hole, space-time itself is affected by the gravity. How long does it take for space-time to be pulled into a black hole? <laughs> um, and, and the question of chunks of time, moments, uh, the word moment indicates that there's a chunk of time relative to other chunks of time so that we can have a clear idea of what a chunk is compared to others. When we just, just the word moment invokes the idea that there are other more than one, more than one continuous moment. Uh, but, you know, I talk a lot on, on YouTube about, with people, uh, scientifically minded people, about the concept of time. And the, uh, the Wheeler-DeWitt equations are showing the Planck scale to be timeless, which is mind-blowing. It really is. Um, when, when I ask philosophers to analyze the concept of a moment with me, what normally happens is we come up with a definition, something along the lines of a moment is a sequence of meaningful events. And of course, what's meaningful is entirely subjective. 
and varies depending on one's viewpoint, as does everything. So this isn't at odds with relativity, which shows very clearly that time itself is dependent on viewpoint. Time itself is dependent on viewpoint. So like beauty, like truth, time is in the eye of the beholder. But think about the appearance of the physical world, the body itself and brain, and its perceptions through its perceptive organs. Uh, the entire world, the planet we live on, its solar system, its galaxy, the physical matter that we observe, the physical matter that we analyze in laboratories, it's dynamic. It's supposedly, in the old science of what we were all taught in school, it is supposedly created by particles interacting, so that even the what used to be the smallest reducible chunk of the atom is even now seen to be particles dancing. Uh, electrons whirling around, and we are all familiar with this solar system type model. But now, with quantum mechanics, what our science tells us is that it's only knowledge that creates the appearance of these particles, that there are superpositions, they're not even anywhere until the human mind can know they are somewhere. And specifically, delayed choice or delayed choice quantum eraser, we can, after the fact, go back and restore superpositioning. We can recover an interference wave pattern after the fact, go back in time and change history with delayed choice. It's fascinating. We're seeing that time doesn't really, it's not what we thought it was. So it's going to be really interesting what this does uh, culturally in time <laughs> to, uh, to the cultural and, and individual belief systems of the apparent world. But every particle, according to... Um, to physics, requires movement to exist. Every wave of energy has an amplitude and a waveform, requires space to exist. So anything that is perceived, including persons or worlds, is totally dependent on time and space, on space-time for its existence. Without space-time, it has no room to move in, no way to have a shape, no, uh, no time to spin, no way to exist, no way to create the appearance that it creates. So a space-time itself is an appearance. All of it's an appearance. And uh, when we relate this to the spiritual path, the uh, seeking, trying to get the apparent person from here to what we think clarity should look like, um, and, and we have to throw time out the window, so to speak. Uh, who, who perceives time? Who, who is it who knows the known? Whose idea, whose concept is time? And if the human body and brain requires time, and time is an illusion, then the human body and brain is an illusion. But who is thinking so, and who is realizing this? Who is it that thinks he needs to get from this appearance to that reality? And when is that going to happen?
You're listening to the Urban Guru Cafe. Some pointers are put in the form of a question. For instance, the question, where are you seeing from? It really, this pronoun is super important in this question mm-hmm. because uh, where is an individual human being seeing from? From sense organs, from brain. Yeah. But is that who I is? Uh, and, and that's the really important thing here. Uh, when I say, where are we seeing from, or where am I seeing from, or look where you are seeing from, I don't mean uh, to assume that the illusion of an individual self being an individual body and the perceptions that come to an individual body are what is the self that is seen. I like to use the metaphor of nighttime dreams, of REM state dreams, as often as possible, because it is so elucidating. Uh, So we are going to awaken from a nighttime dream. Say we say we're going lucid before we awaken. And uh, we, we are dreaming and we have an entire dream world around us and we are pounding on tables and getting into fights and hitting people with fists or whatever, or falling uh, off a car and it hurts, <laughs> whatever's happening to us in the dream. It's so real and so concrete. And the nature of any state of mind is to convince the dreamer of the reality of that state and the objects within it. Where are you seeing from? where I'm seeing from, that I'm, I'm seeing it all, and through my power of dissociation I can make it appear as if I'm seeing from over here and over there, but where I'm really seeing from is not through a particular dream body. It's not even through the senses of the dream, dream body that I'm currently experiencing myself as. Because I can morph, I can go from experiencing myself through one character to being the character that I was looking at before. Um, but that's kind of irrelevant. I'm not seeing through his senses now either. I'm up, I'm the dreamer. And all of t- space-time is within me. And every particle of every bit of matter and every form, which depends on the space-time of the dream world, is a mental creation of mind. And I am that space in which all forms come and go. And regardless of what comes and goes or how good or bad it is, I am not touched or threatened. I remain eternally because there, there's no time. I just am. I just is. And that's just so infinite. And there's just no limit to that.
How has knowing this changed your life? Well, I don't think it's my life um, in terms of a me and a my. And that causes a lot of trouble. <laughs> uh, when I thought that before, it created a lot of drama. Uh, because then there's a uh, there's a whole idea of me, and um, I need to defend that when it gets threatened. And so I have to defend the idea of who I think I am. Um, you know, and, and if I just surrender that whole deal, I um, much more at peace. I can relax. I can just let whatever is supposed to happen to this body happen, whatever destiny has in store, and uh, not even worry about it. And that gives me a lot more time, a lot more uh, free attention to to put on what is always here, regardless of what comes and goes. What remains irrelevant, it's irrelevant what form this life takes. No checks, please. I prefer cash. This is the Urban Guru Cafe. You've been listening to our guest, Cash, who's known as Cashify on YouTube. You can watch his videos right there. A few words in conclusion from Cash. There is one being. There is no separation. This one being is the only clear messenger. And... There is nothing at all but this. So there actually is no separation. And I like to say no separation eating itself because there's a tendency to, for the apparent human mind, there's a tendency to make that into a new religion or technique or formula to grasp it as a target to seek. This one being is the only clear messenger. There is nothing at all but this. You have been listening to the Urban Guru Cafe. Like everyone else, you were born into bondage. Born into a prison that you cannot smell or taste or touch. A prison for your mind. If you want this in another language, move to a country that speaks it. Anyway, it just took me a long time to realize that there was something missing inside, spiritually. So started my quest for enlightenment, inner peace, inner joy, the person that you've gotten buried alive in a sea of nicotine and packaged cakes. And yeah, this is so great. So what did you do? I went to India. You went to India? Yeah. You used to never leave the house. Then I went to Tibet and I studied Buddhism and I read the Quran and then studied Kabbalah and then I understood. What? That the whole world is one truth-seeking organism, and so it doesn't matter if your science is religion or your religion is science, because we all seek meaning. We all seek a reason for being. Just who do you think you are?
The Urban Guru Cafe is produced in Australia. Australia? Yeah, mark that bloody huge. <laughs> <laughs>